we have more relationships and less love, we have more sex and less intimacy. Good evening, everyone. This is Ehan Rosaho from The Garden, and this evening I'm giving a review of chapters 1, 2, and 3 of Relationship Goals by Mike Todd. This book is a very, 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 very interesting book. I'll also add on a very, 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 very interesting book. Um, he talks about relationships, talks about sex, talks about being single. And so, chapter one, let's go straight to chapter one. Chapter one is titled Taking Aim. Taking Aim. And this chapter is basically saying that nowadays the world has set a condition for relationships, the world has set goals, the world has, through social media, has set false aims in relationships. Now, people post pictures and target relationship goals when they're watching a movie together when they're going to the beach together and it says all those are wrong goals not goals that are that should be planned but just futile goals he says that when we enter a relationship the primary thing is we should look forward to having a goal what is the target of this relationship are we to go into a marriage what are we learning from this relationship talks about friendships relationships with a boyfriend or a girlfriend and he says Many of us are tapping into our own destinations for relationships, but they are not necessarily. These goals are not worth pursuing. He says the goals we might set are just not important. The goals are not important at all. He said, what is your goal with your relationship? What do you intend to come out with from this relationship? Do you intend to be, to become a better person? Do you intend to be, to be, more mature do you intend to grow what is the goal of the relationship you have with the present and he said the standards we have for our relationships should always be based upon god's word because that is the only sure foundation for setting a goal for our relationship he said set your relationship goals in partnership with god and in keeping with his teaching and you'll find fulfillment that is to say the only way you can grow maximally in your relationship is to set those goals in accordance to God's word and his teachings. That's how we can fulfill those goals you've set. I love this part. He said, God wants every single one of us to have successful relationships. But we have to have a goal that is stable enough for us to aim at. So, he says, he's, he quoted a verse, Isaiah 40, 40 verse 18, and he says, The grass with us and the flowers fade but the word of our god stands forever <laughs> what is he saying the god god's word in a relationship is the surest foundation you can have in our relationship there's no other thing you can have that should be the foundation that must be the foundation of the relationship most times nowadays people go into relationship okay the person i want must okay the standards are like, okay, he has to be tall, he has to be rich, she has to be able-bodied, she has to have a nice figure, she has to speak good English. She said, though all those things will fade time, will fade away with time, those things are not what we should search for. That I just basically was saying, telling, telling us in chapter one. Chapter one is titled Taking Name Again, and it's very, very nice chapter, not so long, but let's go to chapter two now. Chapter two is titled before the person, before the girlfriend, before the boyfriend, before the best friend, before the fiancé, 
before the person, before everyone, you must have a relationship with God. No matter what other relationships you have or don't have, all of us can have a relationship with God. And when we put God first, He will bless the rest. You can't have the best kind of relationships. You can't win at relationships without God. It's just not possible. It's a known fact. You just can't win at relationships without having God. Without having God being the backbone of the relationship. It's just not possible. And he says, when you go into a relationship, we need people that have the same faith with you. People that have this good relationship with God also. Because we all need a relationship with people that can remind us of the truth and dispel the falsehood. People that can correct us when we're going wrong. People that can stand with us. And it's very, very true. I've been in relationships with people. And then, honestly, by God's grace, I'm fervent in my Christian faith. But sometimes it's human flesh to try and fade away but i can't count how many times these people have pulled me back these people that have fervent relationships of and so anytime i'm going away they hold my hand and say come on let's go back to the right path so we all need those kind of people in our lives and this is this story gets me it says before we also get the person before we get someone to be in a relationship with we should also know ourselves we should also know the purpose god has for us in our lives the people or the person you want to get in your life would be a distraction to you fulfilling your purpose, especially when you don't know what your purpose is. If you know your purpose, if you know the steps to take, if you know the people you need in your life, those things serve as good foundation for the relationship. But in scenario where you just take anybody, come on, come on. The purpose is a sick. This is his he said this story. He said, So Adam not only had relationship before he had Eve. He also had a purpose before he had a person. God gave him the work to do before he gave me a wife. Are you getting this? Adam, Adam, sorry, Adam was in charge of the garden before he got saved. And this is not just applicable to just um, to just men. Look at the story of Rebecca. Rebecca was carrying water when she heard about Isaac. And Ruth was working in the field when she met Boaz. Come on, that should tell you something. We have work to do. Find your purpose. Oh, because honestly, a close relationship is going to have, it must have a huge impact on how well you can fulfill your purpose. It's, it is a must, it is a certainty that the person you're in a relationship with will so much influence you. So much. You'll find yourself saying the phrases that the person uses. you find yourself speaking the way the person uses. And you'll tell the person to influence your purpose in life. Come on. Come on, and then Mike, Mike Todd. Mike Todd shows us a flow in relationship. The flow is from singleness you go into dating, from dating you go into engagement, and from engagement you go into marriage. From marriage you go into love, and then from love you have children. Oh, he he hit, he shook tables when he said, singleness is the most important phase. He said. In singleness, you have time with God. In singleness, you find purpose. In singleness, you bring things into focus. In singleness, you are strong. You perfect yourself. You know yourself. You know the things you want. You know what you don't want. 
So when someone comes in from another, from another place into a relationship, the person is not bringing negative biases. The person cannot influence you too much because you know what you want also. And then he said, when you feel like you know yourself and well enough and you're working with God, the next step is dating. So what I'm saying to you is that you should spend time with another in a God-honoring way. Honor God with your relationship. If your relationship with him is number one, he will take you from wherever you are and move you on to where you need to go next. Chapter 3 is titled The S Word. The S there stands for single, not sex. And he says, <laughs> single was Adam's first relationship status. <laughs> we're all single. Before our parents got married, they were single. Before Adam got Eve, he was single. So singleness is the primary starting position of every person on earth. And as he said, your singleness may actually be the most important part of the relationship process. It's not a cause. It's an opportunity. It's the best chance you'll ever have to work on being yourself. And even if you're not single, this chapter is for you because it demonstrates that you should always be working on yourself. Develop yourself. There's a quote that says the biggest room in the world is the room for self-improvement. Come on. Come on. He says that we should not enter a relationship having deficit mentality of ourselves. But we should go there with the mentality of being strong. You are strong yourself. He says, he does, he does, this, this acronym that gets me is ugly. He says, ugly says you gotta love yourself. Jesus teaching disciples says, the new commandment is, the commandment says, paraphrase, that you love others the same way you love yourself. So if you don't love yourself, there's no way you can love others. If you don't love yourself, you can't love people that are in close relationship with you. If you don't love yourself, you can't love your girlfriend or your boyfriend. It's not possible. So you must love yourself. That phase of singleness is when you love yourself. Develop your self-esteem. Develop your strength. Be focused on yourself. And it says, according to the word of God, the prerequisite for love your neighbor is that you must love yourself. If you can't love yourself, you can't love another person. Do you guys understand what I'm saying this to you this evening? And then he says, one, one story he says is that, he says, quoted from Mark Todd, he said, two of my favorite meals are Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners. Everything is baked with love, glazed with goodness, and cooked with care. The thing these meals have in common is the requirements of patience. And he says, the way I was raised, the planning, the preparation, and execution of these meals can take up to a week. It's not quick drive-through food, nor is it convenient. If someone cooks these meals fast for you, I can guarantee it's not good. And you should come to Thanksgiving with my family instead. In the same way, listen to this, in the same way, when we desire relationships that are mm-hmm, good, relationships that go for a long while, we have to learn to wait real good in our singleness. Love God, build a relationship with Him, love yourself, embrace your singleness, and then you can love others. And He says, singleness is the time for I invest, imagine, and inspire. Invest you want to see grow in your life, Imagine what you could be tomorrow if you started today and inspire others by using everything you have to now make a difference. 
And sadly, this is where we'll draw the curtains for the summary for the reviews of chapter 1, 2, and 3. On Wednesday evening by 7 p.m., the review of chapters 6, 7, and 8, sorry, chapters 4, 5, and 6 will be posted. So please be here, and I'm sure you enjoyed the review. Please tell your friends about this page, The Garden, or we not your mind. And I'm sure you have comments, you have remarks, you have questions. Please be feel free, and please message. Thank you. Have a nice day.